Mmm, goddamn Keith hits kill me, man. Every damn time. But what are you gonna do? Oh, snaggy butts. So, ah, oh, woohoo, it's a great fucking day to be alive. Good morning, jesters. Good morning, jestettes. Good morning, jesterians of every shape, size, and motherfucking color. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you. I fucking miss you. And I'm sure you... <clears throat> Damn. Voice crack. I'm going to puberty. And I am sure that you are doing fucking amazing. You're just... You're, I'm sure you're fucking awesome. And now let's... Why do I keep on saying and now? And now... Coming up in the next segment of the episode. Go yourself, buddy. Jesus Christ. How goddamn pompous are you, you piece of shit? <laughs> Boy, you're you're on one today, aren't you, bud? I sure the fuck am. I do what I want because I am. Shut up. Just stop. Stop right there. I won't I won't even let you go any further, man. Just stop. Cause what we're gonna do right the fuck now is we're gonna get into the UFC for Thursday, April 29th. 2021. In an aside, during his speech to Congress last night, President Biden at one point told lawmakers, you all know this, but the American people, I want to make sure they understand. The president was addressing people at home as much as the lawmakers. He laid out numerous proposals aimed at workers, parents, and children. He wants the federal government to spend more money subsidizing child care of and course he does. and two years of free because community Because he doesn't college. want people to fucking... Higher taxes on the wealthy and corporations would Listen, finance that. People need to have South Carolina adversity. Senator Tim Scott gave the Republican grow. response. Even more taxing, even more spending, to put Washington even more in the middle of your life from exactly. the Exactly, exactly. And our White House correspondent Franco Ordonez is here. Fucking Franco, exactly. Good morning. Good morning, Why are you Steve? looking to you the government a couple of for fucking One is anything, man? Tone. He's talking on a first-name basis with Mitch and Chuck, the leaders of the Senate, who he's known for decades. But the other is the, I guess, ambition. How did he describe $6 trillion in spending proposals? Yeah, you know, that was really the the focus of these uh, speech and his, you know, his his agenda moving forward. You know, the focus really was on both the American Jobs Plan, which he unveiled earlier. That's the more traditional infrastructure and climate change mitigation plan. And also the American Fuck Families Plan, which focused on child care and education. That's you, the you new piece of his agenda. It was really kind of interesting how writing. he shed the framing that everything was infrastructure. He talked about traditional infrastructure from roads to bridges, but it was not framing education and child care programs, for example, as a form of, quote, human infrastructure, as the White House had done before. He instead made the economic case about how these programs would impact people's lives, like, as you said, universal pre-K and free community college. If we were sitting down, we should have... See, let me, let me tell you something. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Somebody somewhere is paying for that shit. So the taxpayers are paying for your further education for you to just fuck up when it's not even fucking needed because this goddamn higher education is a goddamn racket. That's all it is. They just want to get paid directly from the state instead of the fucking people so they're guaranteed their fucking money. That's all this free college bullshit is. Get rid of the goddamn uh, higher education racket bullshit and just get back to fucking being real. 
Just teaching people real fucking skills and how to do shit, man. Come on. Now, now what do you... Oh, shit. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. We got to do this chite, yo. Bluetooth. Off. There. Now we will go back to hearing what Joe Biden wants to spend fucking money on. Spend your fucking money on. Oh, excuse me, douchebag. For free education. I wonder whether we'd think, as we did in the 20th century, that 12 years is enough in the 21st century. I what? doubt it. What the fuck is he talking about? Schooling is not about... Well, it's not about fucking money. That's for goddamn sure. That that's what they're thinking. They're thinking of how to get money. There, he, he's just playing, tugging at your goddamn heartstrings so he can get fucking money. Education should be taught. It, education is a weird fucking button, man. I would like to open up my own school to have because you're teaching these kids how to think. You're not. He wants to tell teach kids what to think. I want to teach kids how to think. How to solve motherfucking problems. How to get past fucking walls. How to never fucking give up. That's what school should be about. Maybe a little bit of history because you don't want to forget your history. If you forget your history, you're bound to repeat it. That's why it's fucking wrong to tear down all these goddamn statues because they're there to remind us what the fuck we did wrong to keep us going in the right goddamn direction. But all these little fucking kids... They say, oh no, I'm offended. Fuck you. Fucking learn your goddamn history and don't fucking repeat it. Wow. I just got... I'm sorry, guys. Let's... Let's... <laughs> positive... See? Up first brings out the negativity in me, man. Oh, we gotta... We gotta keep... We gotta keep being good. Twelve years is no longer enough today. Fuck you. To compete with the rest of the world in the 21st century. You know, Stephen, this idea of competition and the need to defend democracy was a strong theme throughout this speech. He framed <laughs> the need for his plans in terms of a battle between the ideals of democracy and autocracy. Competition can be healthy. But you don't want to look at everything in your life as a competition that you're going to be better than everybody because that just breeds superiority and narcissism. You, you you can't... Com competition isn't a good thing to have in every goddamn aspect of your life. And more specifically, competition with China. Yeah, I uh, talk about China quite a lot. But let me ask about another issue. What did the president say about policing, which Fuck has been China. so much in the news? Well, he pressed Congress to pass the George Floyd policing bill. And he made some news here and set a deadline. He told lawmakers to pass the bill by the first anniversary of Floyd's death at the end of May. And that's just in four weeks. It's quite ambitious, but he's trying to take advantage of the energy of the moment. Senator Tim Scott has, you know, gave because the response. He's actually the lead negotiator for the theater, Republicans. Man. He told reporters last night that they'd be having talks today. Hmm. What wasn't in this speech that you were listening for? Well, he didn't really address the border crisis. You know, that's what has dogged him for his first 100 days. He instead called on Congress to pass... The border crisis has been going on for decades. Decades. 
So who the fuck cares what illegitimate Joe fucking Biden says about the goddamn border crisis? He's more interested in getting money from the warbirds and getting money from the education people just so that he can get, he can retire wealthy. No, he can, well, he's not going to retire. He's, he's fucking dead. <laughs> I mean, there's, the, the DNC is going to kill him off within the next few years. I, I promise you. Well, I can't promise that. I shouldn't promise that. I'm not going to promise that. But I would not be surprised. His comprehensive immigration plan, but not with the same vigor that he pushed other parts of his agenda. And he kind of appeared ready to give up on passing that plan, actually, and urged Congress to go ahead and pass one of the smaller measures involving farm workers and young immigrants brought to the country illegally as children. Hmm. Well, how will the president sell the parts of his proposals that he was passionate about? Well, the president and some of his Joe cabinet Biden are going to be doing a lot of traveling to build support for his plans. He's flying to Atlanta later today, and then we'll travel to Philadelphia tomorrow. And they're going to be looking to drum up support from the American people for these agenda As items like every the American politician. Plan. Franco, thanks so much. Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Thank you. That's NPR's Franco Ordonez. Yesterday, federal authorities raided the New York home and office of President Trump's former lawyer, Rudolph Giuliani. Yeah, this is the latest development in an investigation into Giuliani's dealings with Ukraine. The FBI seized laptops and cell phones as they asked if Giuliani broke federal lobbying laws. Outside his Manhattan apartment, Giuliani's son, Andrew, addressed a crowd of reporters. This is disgusting. It is this disgusting. This is absolutely absurd. It's your and it's the continued mobilization of the Justice Department that we have seen. And it has to stop. NPR Justice correspondent Ryan Lucas does. has been covering this story. Ryan, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Okay, so we know this apartment. We went to talk to Giuliani there a, a couple of impeachments ago. <laughs> uh, right. We know what we were doing there, but yeah, what so federal all, authorities a couple of times wasted the fucking tax well, money. we've known about that, this funny. investigation <laughs> into Giuliani's business dealings well, and his work related to Ukraine that investigators in New York have been looking at that. And now this investigation has taken a significant step forward with this search warrant, which uh, around a half dozen FBI agents executed early yesterday at Giuliani's apartment on Manhattan's Upper East Side. Mm-hmm. They also went to his I office. Uh, Giuliani's lawyer, charges. Robert Costello, told me the agents took Giuliani's electronic devices, so things like his cell phones. Costello said the search warrant indicates that the investigators are looking into possible violations of foreign lobbying laws related to Giuliani's Ukraine work. Giuliani had business dealings in Ukraine for many years. We've known about that. But he, of course, also famously played a central role in the Ukraine scandal and Another President Trump's first time. impeachment. Now, Giuliani has not been charged with a crime at this point. It's because it's a fucking witch hunt. He doesn't do anything fucking wrong, I'm sure. Lobbying. I don't know. He said that but, he always mm, followed the law, it's and he's saying the same hunt. thing through his lawyer now. When you say seized his phones, he's famous for having multiple phones, so there'll be lots of things to look at. And aren't they also looking at another lawyer that Giuliani worked with? They are. That lawyer is Victoria Tensing. Two agents from New York showed up at her house outside of Washington with a warrant for her cell phone yesterday morning. She handed it over. That warrant mentioned foreign lobbying violations as well. Uh, her law firm put out a statement which said that Tensing is not the target of the investigation. But yes, Tensing did work with Giuliani on his uh, Ukraine claims. You may remember Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman. Two uh, associates of Giuliani who were indicted in 2019 on campaign finance uh, and other charges. They helped Giuliani try to find damaging information in Ukraine about Joe Biden. Parnas also so, worked with Victoria Tensing. 
Giuliani's lawyer told me that the investigators <laughs> are seeking Giuliani's They're communications goddamn with Parnas and Fruman and goddamn others. Political theater, man. One of those others Jesus is Christ. John Solomon, who is a columnist who helped amplify Giuliani's They're claims about Ukraine. Time. Giuliani's wasting lawyer expressed outrage that this wasting. could happen to a lawyer for the former president of the United States. And we should note that's a pretty big deal, isn't it? Because they're a fucking It is a big theater. deal. It, it is a big deal to execute a search production warrant on an attorney. It's show. unusual, but not unheard of. It's it normally bullshit, requires man. approval from senior Justice Department officials. Holy shit because out, of concerns man. about attorney-client privilege. It's obviously a big deal, as you said, when the attorney worked for the former president of the United States. But the fact that investigators got a search warrant means that a federal judge found probable cause to believe that a crime had been committed and that there would be evidence of that crime in this specific location. So well, that's significant. And, and it also let's indicates that the investigation is pretty far along. If he does and dead wrong, Ryan Lucas, thanks so much. But Thank if you. he didn't do wrong, this is the motherfucking witch hunt. That's what the fuck it is. Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Some other news now. The Justice Department is bringing hate crimes charges against three white men in custody for the killing of Ahmad Arbery last year. He was the 25-year-old black man who was jogging through a Georgia neighborhood in February of 2020. Video of the incident shows the suspects chasing Arbery in a pickup truck, confronting him, and then shooting him. All three have been indicted on state murder charges. Emily Jones is with us. She's with Georgia Public Broadcasting. Are there Good morning. Any connections? Good morning. So How are these charges different the from what the men already face? Well, previously, as you said, they only faced state charges. Those included murder, assault, and false imprisonment. But many people on the ground <laughs> here in Georgia and nationwide have really been calling this a hate crime from the beginning. Here is Ahmad's aunt, Thea Brooks. It had to be. Nothing but hate. It didn't have to be that. And it buddy. had to be because of I'm, I'm interested to hear the details color. of the case. But Georgia had no us? hate crime law at the time that this happened. Um, so now a federal grand jury uh, has indicted these three men on several counts, including using force and threats of force to interfere with Arbery's right to use a public street because of his race. Dudes, and that is a hate crime. And the Justice Department has parents. also charged them with attempted kidnapping. Just so that we're clear on this, this would mean a federal trial in addition to a state trial, which which means that even if he were acquitted in one venue, they would face a trial in another venue, correct? Right, yes. So how does this case fit into the overall context of stories of the past year, year and a half? Well, tell us the, the fucking details. Americans? Don't just fucking well, be loose. Well, the shooting this happened in February of last died. year. So that's before the killings of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, which were the focus of the swell of protests we saw across the country last spring and summer. See, now just but this case didn't really Russians. get a lot of attention the outside of this of region in coastal Georgia until video of the shooting came the details, out in May of last year. And then another difference is that Ahmad Arbery was not killed by a police officer. He was killed yeah. by people who said that they suspected him of break-ins in their neighborhood. But one of the men that's charged in his death is a former cop and an investigator for the local district attorney. And many people feel that that's so it's, why it it's took not more hate. than two it's months not hate. to arrest it's fucking, uh, It did take a while for the uh, case to be what, revealed and in public for? attention. Has um, that 
led to wider changes where you are. Uh, mob justice? It has. Uh, the local justice, DA, who Greg McMichael, one of the men who's charged, used to work for, has been voted out. Uh, Georgia also did pass a hate crimes law last summer, just, uh, and the state has also repealed its citizen's arrest law as law well, hand, and both of those wrong. were in response yeah, to the protests so that broke out I'm over not, the killing I'm of Ahmaud Arbery. I'm not defending them at okay, all. Okay, so the news here is the federal case, but you mentioned there but is this not state case, based and those on charges have been on the books for a while. What happens next There isn't a trial date yet, but there are some hearings next month on several motions in that case. And also There's after a long justice. delay because That's of COVID-19, Georgia courts actually are allowed to hold jury trials again. So that brings this case a few steps closer to going to trial at the state level. Emily, thanks so much. Thank you. That's <laughs> Emily Jones of Georgia Public Broadcasting. See, that just goes on judging people by their intent. And that's a first for this Thursday, April 29th. I'm Steven Skeet. And I'm Rachel Martin. Come back tomorrow. We'll be right here. And that was the UFC. But I'm I'm still fucking... Like, yes, they they definitely should not have shot this, killed this dude. Chased him in the truck. That's just reminiscent of the fucking 50s and 60s. That's bullshit. However, if this dude was robbing and stealing... Dude, this wasn't just some innocent dude. It doesn't matter the fucking color of his skin. It You got to judge people based on their intent. Based on the the merits of the case. This isn't a hate crime. That that's bullshit. They're just It was vigilante justice is all the fucking was. Yes, and that's wrong. That like I said, I'm not I'm not defending these three fucks, but it's not a fucking hate crime. You gotta judge by the fucking intent. Stop fucking trying to turn everything into fucking hate crime and racism and bigotry. It's not fucking there. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, that that is the problem with the media. They're they're telling you one side of the story to fit their narrative and not not filling you in on the whole goddamn thing. They just they just brush past the fact that Oh, they might have suspected him of doing some break-ins. Well, then it's vigilante justice. It's not a hate crime. There's fuck. That's why there's laws to separate the two fucks, two fucking things. Jesus. Whoo. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. No, that's not awesome. But we're done. We're fucking done with their goddamn bullshit because it's all it is. They're just tweaking shit. To get you to feel one way. And it's it's making me look like an asshole for calling it out. But it's what it is, man. It's bullshit. <sighs> but you know what? I guess I'll I'll, I'll be the murder. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to die. But you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a peculiar world we live in. They just, they want to fucking... <laughs> because there there are so many levels to every goddamn story that that I I can't understand let alone explain to you because of my brain injury I process information a lot slower so maybe the shit I'm saying now I'll feel different about tomorrow because I will have processed more of the information but right now I just see vigilante justice, which should not go well. You see, now I'm see I'm more of an anarchist because the police aren't going to help you. The police are aren't worried about 
the little things, man. But that doesn't give you the right to be judge, jury, and executioner. I'm I'm just I'm I'm at a loss, man. I, I don't know what the fuck to say. You know what? I know what the fuck to do. I'm gonna hit this goddamn bomb and we are going to get high but I'm gonna stir this up a little bit or try to break it up because it's all keef and got kinda hard in the bowl. So I'm gonna break this shit up so maybe it'll burn a little better if I can break it up, Jesus. Hey, Jesterians, if y'all have the Cash App and want to help support the show directly, our Cash App handle is The Promoting Jester. We'd appreciate y'all very much. Be safe and make your decisions well. Come on, let's not, let's not be, let's not be greedy. Let's not be selfish. Let's help each other out. Come on. Come on, man. Breaking this up is like breaking my heart. Breaking my heart, don't make me fart. Break up this key, it's sticky as fuck. Sticking to my fingers. I don't have any luck. Ugh, it's sticky shit. And it's like motherfucking concrete. Because it's all been heated and melted together and just... Prettiness like that. So now, let's hit this bong and say, fuck them bitches. <laughs> okay. Now, god damn. Woohoo. God damn. Woohoo! I think it's time that we check on the space weather for the 29th of April 2021. Houston, you have a problem. It's going to be blatantly obvious here as we watch multiple views of SDO AIA, and this is not a roll or calibration. I hope it doesn't persist, but it appears there's a major problem with the SDO. If they Uh-oh. can't fix it, the satellite is essentially dead. It has been the best way to watch the sun for over a decade, so let's hope for the best. Meanwhile, we can still use other satellites like Proba 2 and NOAA's SUVI images. There was no space weather of note the last day, but looking ahead, might be about to get much harder to monitor our star. I'm on full alert. And so should be the Cascadia region. Folks, you will see bigger quakes off the coast here without triggering the megathrust. But foreshocks like this will indeed precede that event. It's like a not all fingers or thumbs, but all thumbs or fingers kind of thing. Never ignore double fives off the coast here. Just don't freak out just yet either. Let's ease the air a bit with an interesting story about an ancient sundial and water clock they discovered from the Bronze Age. At more than a thousand years B.C., it's one of the most sophisticated ancient works left intact to offer us a window into that era of history. Up next, we're talking about active galactic nuclei. 
the powerhouse cores of galaxies. Their emissions don't usually change very much. Either they are quiescent or they are angry, except when they aren't. There are two galaxies that have activated at their cores now identified in the X-ray spectrum, and both are pulsations with recurrent peaks in the emission. Sticking with galaxies, but heading out to their outer reach next, folks, they have found another odd radio circle, and a sizable galaxy is once again sitting at the very center. They try to offer some basic explanations for what sits around the sculptor galaxy, but it's mostly an observing and characterization study of the ring. Folks, in reality, this is the larger plasma torus around the system. It's an extension of all we've seen on the Taurus jet electric field model, where it's toroids within toroids sharing the same axis. The galactic sheets, by the way, extend from torus to torus. But hold those galactic sheets in your mind for just a moment, because we are heading down to the southern ocean, and the newest discovery that those southern oceans can breathe much deeper than we had believed. In addition to the realization that the oceans are further from their carbon uptake limit than believed, their uncertainty on that number got cut in half. Ergo, all future climate models must dial down their warming predictions a bit. And actually, let's make that a double. You get a cool bendy straw as well if you recall how the changing oceans are all signaling a cold to come due to the shutdown of heat transport via currents and overturning circulations. By the way, it's been interesting to watch this shift in coverage by the Weather Channel, especially after their piece earlier in the week, which we had to correct more than a little bit. I would expect to see much more of these types of pieces sneaking into mainstream feeds in the coming months. Okay, now back to the sheet. Folks, one of the most important things we've discussed is the character of dust in the solar system and interstellar space as it relates to not only the catastrophe, but cosmology. A bombshell new discovery puts some questions about the dynamics to rest, and in doing so explains how dustier sectors can amplify energetic signatures, whether that is ionic, kinetic, or here, acoustic. The dusty wave problem is one of the major ones in astrophysics, and above a critical threshold, the waves will not propagate. Whatever is released in that vein is feeding back into the system and maintaining, if not building, its power through that self-interaction. Really can't break down how important that is in a short morning show, but veteran observers, your first receipt impression of what I just said is correct. We greatly appreciate your support. If you are newer here, go watch the 12,000-year disaster cycle playlist to get on board. It's at our channel homepage or at the link in the description box right below the video. Pray for the SDO satellite as well. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now it's 5.30 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. No fear. Be safe. Goddamn right. So Mr. Ben seems to think that uh, we're on the edge of verge of an ice age. Because well, I, I've heard said, I've heard such things said because of the the uh, ocean currents and, like you said, the heat transfer. Uh, I I don't remember. I, I don't know. I'm. <laughs> <coughs> I'm a little high right now. Because, <coughs> woohoo! That Keith, man, that shit'll fuck you up. It'll make you medicated to the max. Quickly. Hey, what you doing over there? Hey! What? What are you doing? Getting ready?
Getting ready for what? Shout out, shout out to the Good News Network. Spiritual work focuses more on what is intrinsically right. How we have infinite resources at the core of our nature that we can cultivate in order to live more expansively. If psychological work thins the clouds, spiritual work invokes the sun. John Wellwood Hmm. That's an interesting one. Spiritual work focuses more on what is intrinsically right. How we have infinite resources at the core of our nature that we can cultivate in order to live more expansively. All that boils down to is we have the power inside us. We have the ability inside of us to overcome any obstacle, to learn how to overcome any obstacle. If psychological work thins the clouds, clearing your mind of the negative energy, then spiritual work invokes the sun. That's what brings on the brightness of your days. If you can clear the negative energy and overcome every obstacle, you will enjoy the sunlight. Be a better version of yourself. Smoke weed every goddamn day and make shit happen. Quote of the rate, subscribe, and share.